The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, hope you're having a great Friday. Sylvie's gone for the bye weekend. Yurko's gone. So it's just us, man. Yeah, Those of us who really Carmen love to Waddle. Work. That's right. Guys I'm, that love to work. I'm sitting in for Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie here on this Friday. By the way, our next guest, his visit is inspired by a tweet that Sylvie did not want to make, but I forced him to mm. against his will. It was a, a web poll question. What was it? And I told him, I can guarantee it'll get 5,000 votes. But then when we asked our friends up in Wisconsin to help, we got to 15. It's at 15,432 votes. Which NFL quarterback? It was was yesterday as we started the show. Okay. Which NFL quarterback would you rather have going forward? Hashtag Bears, hashtag Packers. Oh, God. Justin Fields or Jordan Love? Jesus. 15,432 votes. And it caused, you know, how people. Come on. You know, people came after him immediately. Of course. So what do you believe is the actual outcome of the... Justin Fields is winning. 51% of the vote to Justin Fields. Wow, I didn't think it would be that close. Jordan Love got 49%. I voted early. I voted for Justin. Wow. But Jordan Love, I think with a lot of the the Green Bay uh, attention coming in as the day rolled on, uh, he closed the gap. Holy cow. Who do you think is more beloved in Green Bay, Tausch or Yurko? Got to be Tausch. Tausch. Right? Yeah, Tausch. Gotta be Tausch. I mean, they love Yurko, but Tausch. Got to be Tausch. Tausch is probably, he's in the Packers Hall of Fame, isn't he? I think he might be. Uh, he's one of our teammates. Yes, he is. Wildy and Tausch. Tausch and Wildy. Wildy's going to be pissed Milwaukee, again that we're Madison. having Tausch instead he of He probably is, yeah. Mark Tausch joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. Uh, Hotline. What up, Tausch? What up? How, how's the Houtline doing this morning? The Houtline's the the fantastic. Still pretty good. Still yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it's so hot that we don't even know how to pronounce it. I was just telling Waddle, I, like, I, we're, I, we're going through, I don't know how we got on the subject, we're going through my all my summer positions on college and pro football teams, and I'm looking good. Uh, the one that, like, the huge one for me, and I hate to admit it, but I you bet with your brain and not your heart, I took Packers over seven and a half, and like I think a month ago I thought it was dead, and then last week I'm like, holy cow, they beat the Lions. Like I only need three more, and I'm looking at their schedule. I think I'm going to get there. Are they going to get to eight? Uh, I mean, I think it's more. Are they going to get to nine? Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> baby, come on, Tosh. You and essence. I mean. They got one last week that nobody thought they were going to get. And then this weekend, I mean, obviously Kansas City is a heavy favorite, and I, don't, I think we'd all be surprised if Green Bay won. But I wouldn't be – I mean, I'm not going to be shocked if it happens. And then you look at the rest of the schedule. The Giants, they stink. Yeah, they yeah. have no interest mm-hmm. in winning. Carolina is a complete mess. Yep. Yep. So you're at seven. So can you beat the Bears? Can you beat the Vikings? Or can you beat Tampa? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like my I like our chances to win two of those three. Do you so, think, Taos, You it. think they'll find it. their way in the postseason as a wild card? I do. Really? I do. And I I did not. So in the beginning of the year, I kind of said, you know, Wildy and I were going back and forth, and I said if Green Bay beats the Bears out of the gate, it's going to get confidence, and if they do, they're making the playoffs. And I felt really good after two weeks, even with a tough loss against Atlanta. 
And then the month of October hit, and mm. we looked like one of the worst teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But something clicked, and I think a big part of it is that our offensive line got healthier and got a lot better. And that gave Jordan Love more time to start growing and operating. And now, I mean, what you saw on Thursday night, if, if this team plays or Thursday last Thanksgiving, if, you, if there's anything close to that, uh, this is a playoff team. And so I don't know, young players, young teams gain confidence. They get better. I think that's going to continue to be the trend. And you're getting healthier as the season goes. You're getting potentially Jair Alexander, Devondre Campbell. You're getting guys, Aaron Jones, a bunch of really good players back. Uh, yeah, I, everything's trending the right way. And Packer fans, it has went from, oh, my God, what are we doing? We feel now like the Bears and some of these other franchises that have struggled. And now – it feels like we feel really good about the direction in which this team is going. I, you, bring, you. you bring up good points, though, Tosh. Like, it is trending in a better direction considering how bleak it looked maybe a month ago. It's kind of amazing, isn't it, that, like, Aaron Jones doesn't have 70 carries and uh, Christian Watson doesn't even have 50 targets and, like, you guys are in this position? Yeah, it's – I think – you know, you never know what's going to happen with young players, especially quarterback, and you just don't know until these guys get out there. Everybody wants to have an established star receiver, and you want all these things, but uh, Brian Gutekunst decided we're going to wipe it all clean. We are going to go really young, and we're going to let all these guys grow together, and that's kind of what's happening. Uh, with The receiving core, Jaden Reed has been yeah. dynamite as a rookie, and Christian Watson's finally back healthy. I think he's running. You know, he finally was clocked at you know twenty. He's all about speed, and mm. that is back. And he had a couple of big plays against Detroit. So things are starting to grow and fall into place. I think maybe even faster than what uh, Green Bay's front office is thinking. And certainly after the month of October, I think fans had kind of thought, eh, "This is a lost season." There was there were people calling into our show saying. Let's not win anymore. Let's just continue mm-hmm. to lose and get better draft picks. I was calling. And those calls have stopped. And <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, on our postgame show, everybody was calling in to apologize yeah, of course. to both Goody, LaFleur, and Jordan. Tal, so, like, at any point, or, I, I mean, listen, you've been doing this for way too long, and you've been in the sport way too long to jump to any conclusions. But did you jump to any conclusions after that stretch of what was it, the Detroit through Minnesota, where you guys lost four in a row, and in the process, Jordan Love, specifically more about Love than the rest of the team. Did you ever lose faith in him and what you think he ultimately will become? No, I, I didn't. I mean, from Jordan's standpoint, I, I, you kind of know, you know, playing and understanding that there's going to be ups and downs. The thing that was, I did lose some faith because we were. I mean, it had gotten to the point where the crowd at Lambeau was jeering because we got our first first down with like three minutes left in the first half. Mm. That's when I, I was never worried this year about whether we were going to win 10, 11 games. I, I assumed it was going to be a tough year win-loss-wise, but it was, are you going to look much better as the season's going? Because that's kind of the barometer for young players. You want to start seeing them get better and gain confidence. And the month of October was nothing like that. It was a major regression. That's where I got was disappointed and really more on Matt LaFleur, I think, than anyone else because it was just not being able to figure things out. And I, I really believe the turning point for this Packers season so far, and obviously we played our best game, Jordan played his best game on Thanksgiving, was when he basically came out to the press and said, we're, we're done with the youth excuse. Mm. Uh, we're done with all that. Guys are professional football players. They need to start playing better. And really since that, 
since those comments, it really feels like Green Bay's players and everybody involved is kind of taking that next step. And now the you know the goal is just to continue to see that grow. What's been the biggest step in his evolution? You think? I think it's decisiveness. Uh, you know, the Bears game in the opener, it was, you know, there were some struggles, but then you really felt, man, his command and all the stuff that we heard through training camp, it was all there. But then can you see it, anticipate it, and let it rip? Mm-hmm, and yeah. really, I think, again, going back to that bad stretch, he was getting hit. Uh, the Thursday night game against Detroit, the first one, Detroit was in our backfield. They were drilling Jordan. He got sacked five or six times. And it's really tough for any quarterback, let alone a first-year starter, to play at a high level. So I think he's gained confidence in his guys up front. But really, I just love the way he is now anticipating throwing the football, and he's going through his checks. He's, he's not looking to run. He's looking. He's avoiding some rush, and he's always got his eyes down the field. I, his accuracy still is probably the biggest mm-hmm. question mark. Is he going to be more accurate? But I think accuracy, obviously, that's something that you have. You can work through with your footwork. But what I love about what I've seen is you start seeing those anticipatory throws. That's what big-time quarterbacks do. There, nobody's going to be wide open in this league. Right. We're still and waiting. Yeah. He's going to be in this spot. I'm going to throw him open. And we've seen a lot of that uh, the last couple of weeks from Jordan. Boy, we, we were, were just, waiting for our guy to do that. Well, we were just I mean, talking like, about this, Tausch. Wow. Like when we, you know, like everyone wants to talk about. It, and Carmen and I were talking about this off the air with Purdy. Well, he's just a product of the system, and I think Carmen and I are on the same page. Yeah, really, but to a certain point, because he also throws with a, yes. a great deal of anticipation yes. when those windows are about to open up. That ball's usually there, and that's what you're talking about with love as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I think that's what I always look at. And you see it in college a lot, and especially now with the evolution of running running quarterbacks. I'd never want to see a quarterback one read, pull the ball, and go. Mm-hmm. You can't sustain that in the NFL. You're going to get killed. Uh, there's too many fast, great athletes. You have to be willing to sit in there, go through your progressions, and anticipate, okay, well, this guy was covered. He was my first read. That probably means this is going to be there. And to have the courage to throw it when it's not there, and sometimes maybe something bad's going to happen, but that's that evolution that you're seeing, and that's where I think Packer fans are really excited about where Jordan is because he is starting to see that. His anticipation and throwing it on time with good decisiveness, maybe not as accurate yet as we all hope, but definitely improving in that, and his completion percentage was hovering around 50%, and it's continuing uh, continuing to climb. And I think if he can be in the low 60s this year, that's something to really build off of moving forward. In the Tosh, next. okay, like, are you talking, like, Rodgers track? Or, like, w- what are we expecting him to ultimately develop into? Because if you say another Hall of Famer, it's just not going to go well here. I'm yeah, it's not going to go well for you guys. I'm not willing to go there yet. <laughs> but I'll say this. You can look at his stat lines uh, and compare them to where Rodgers was. It was a different era. It's, you know, 15 years ago, uh, Jordan has been much better than I think most of us anticipated. I think we all saw some really nice things. And then after that first, you know, six, eight games of the season, "Ah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Hopefully he keeps growing. And what we saw the last three weeks, everybody is excited about his potential. I'm not going to throw any comps out, but when you want to just look at the numbers, they stack up very favorably to what Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers did. And I know your, your fans are not going to like no, to hear this, oh, 
but they're very favorable to what those two young men did when they were in their first year. Sickening. What, what's, what's, what's your boy Rogers doing? He can't yeah, come back and play. On? What's he doing? No, he's not going to play. Right, I, I mean, I'd be shocked if he did. I think he, he wants to do things that people don't think he can do. Mm-hmm. And he wants to kind of set a, bla- set a trail, and I don't have any problem with it. And I think, uh, you know, going through injuries, you have to set goals. You have to push yourself, and for him, I think he's looking at it in a lot of different ways. I think he wants to be the first to do it. I think he wants to do something that everybody said he couldn't. And I also think he wanted to kind of give his teammates hope because the air in that locker room after that opener when he popped his Achilles, mm. uh, the, you don't want your whole team, the season, to just feel like it's lost. And I think they kept and hung in there for a little bit, but now reality kind of hit where they're at, and that is not a playoff team. And I think Aaron would be, you know, Aaron, you just never know with him. He gets something in his mind, and he is a competitive son of a gun. (laughs) He is going to push and push. But I think, I think that at the end of the day, common sense will prevail. He'll go out. He'll be able to say he's practiced, that he was back, but that the team was not in playoff position. So he's going to give it more time. And hopefully, because I think from a football fan standpoint, the league is better when Aaron Rodgers and more interesting when Aaron Rodgers is a key player in it, and I hope that that will be the case next uh, next fall, that he'll be fully healthy and ready to roll. Tass, did you uh, did you vote in Sylvie's uh, web poll question? Which quarterback? Uh, I did. Why do you call it web poll? Is it on Twitter or do you? Well, because know. it's an old fashioned term that we I'm used to use back guy. in the day. Right. I'm an old guy. I'm old. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm old. Listen, man, I get it. I'm getting old, too. I'm trying to keep up with YouTube streams and digital-only content. I'm, we're all trying to grow. Yeah. Uh, what, is what is that? What is this digital content that you speak of? <laughs> so good. Yeah, even you guys that are Bears fans, former players, how on earth could you vote for Justin Fields? Y'all aren't going to extend him. You're going to use Carolina's pick and grab a quarterback. Like, Who are you guys kidding? You know that's what's going to happen. I think so, yeah. I, I think would, that's right. where my money would go. Justin Fields. You're not even going to keep him on your own team. Well, and you're, you're going to vote for him over Jordan Love? Okay, just put Jordan your... Love will be our quarterback next year. I'll, I'll almost guarantee it. Well, I would I hope so. I can't even think about guaranteeing that Justin Fields is going to be put your guy. Your Packer bias aside, tuck it away for a second and evaluate our football team for us, including okay. our quarterback. God. All right, your old line is getting better, which I think that's been your biggest problem probably for a stretch is that it's just been there's been too many injuries and too much stuff going on. I think if you can solidify that, Obviously, they played a really good game against Detroit a couple weeks ago. But with Justin Fields, you have a great athlete. Is he somebody that goes through what we just talked about? Mm-mm. Is he a one-read guy and pull? He can. Is he the guy that you think is going to continue to improve as a passing quarterback? He's got all the skills you need. But something, it just doesn't feel like, I, if, if you're asking me to vote yeah. and take my bias out of it, I'm going Jordan Love all day. And I'm guessing if you t- guys took the Bears bias out of it, probably. I think you guys know that too. Yeah, I think. They do. I don't know what Bears bias you're talking yeah. about. That's a nonsense. Well, as he wears his alum, as he wears his Bears alumni, well, it's uh, just free. Jacket. It didn't cost me anything. I'm wearing it because it didn't cost uh, me it. anything. Is it a letter jacket or what kind it. of uh, Bears alumni? I do have one of those. I have a Letterman dude, jacket. Dude, he wore it in on uh, Tuesday. It was glorious. Isn't it fantastic? Glorious, yeah. like a I, 1950s Letterman. But jacket. I only wear it after wins, so you only see it once or twice. 
Is it orange and blue with the orange sleeves, or no, what kind no, of leather? What color it, is the it, leather? It's blue with the, the the leather sleeves are white. It's it is spectacular. It is glorious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. Okay. I There's, wear it only, Mark, only after winds in cold weather months. So I've only had a chance to wear it once. Yeah, not many. Okay. Yeah. So. What's uh, What's the outlook for you guys? Do you think that the Bears? Because I saw I don't remember which player was saying that they think they can run the table. Which I listen. I get it. I want my players to say that too, but realistically, they know that's not going to happen. No. What do you think? What's What's your peak? Can you get to seven? Can you get to eight? Yeah, you look at their schedule like we did with with you guys. I mean, you get the you Lions, know, let's go through this real quick. You get the Lions at home. I don't think the I I think this is a big week for the Lions in New Orleans to yeah. see whether or not they're going to find themselves on track. They struggle with Justin. They struggle with us. I'm still gonna. I, I'm still would as of now select the Lions, wouldn't you? Yeah, and the Lions are going to be about a four and a half five point favorite, depending on the outcome of their game this week. The wouldn't look ahead's got them at about but... a four and a half point favorite. I would say Lions, but then you know, like they're going to play Cleveland, and Joe Flacco could be starting. And you're at Cleveland. They've got Arizona at home in December. You get like, the Falcons at home. Yeah. They got the Falcons. Yeah. They could get to seven. Yeah, I think, okay. it, I think, I think it could get to seven. Yeah. More. And you guys want do, do your fans want the Bears to get to seven, or do they want to just get uh, Mar, Mar Harrison and whomever that number one or two pick is going to be? Is it's that kind of a good Bears question? I mean, I think I, I think with the number one pick in their back pocket, you, at least you hope it is because Carolina's so bad. Like people aren't cheering for losses as right. much as they normally would be, if that makes sense. Yeah, but you're not going to walk away with two of them. Like you said, no. if you're not in the top three or four. Right. Well, not, New England's you know. not winning another game. Nah, that's it's what I said. I said that last week. I don't think they're winning again. I'm they're serious. No, they won't. And I, what's the tiebreaker there? Because you don't want to catch New England if you're Carolina. You want to have that one. So regardless of what you guys end up doing. But I think we – I think – are you guys all kind of on the page now that it's got to be a quarterback this year if it's uh, one or two? I, I, you know I what? Y- so. Yes, because they, they made a good trade last year and moved away from the number one pick, and I think they got a nice haul. But, look, I, I mean – CJ Stroud CJ, looked pretty good. It, exactly, and the thought is, is look, if you, if you move off of the first pick again and you forego the opportunity to pick a quarterback and that guy – does what C.J. Stroud did. Then you did it two years in a row. Yeah, I don't think you can do if that. If they had the 15th or 16th... Justin Fields. Yeah. There's a ton I, of things. I think, Mark, if they had the 15th or 16th pick, it's an entirely different conversation. They're going to have the most likely have the first pick of the draft again. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know that you can go away from a quarterback at that point. Yeah. So, doesn't seem likely. Okay. Tausch, uh, thanks, buddy. Have a good weekend. Happy holidays, all right? Thanks, Tausch. You too. Thanks, guys. See you, brother. There's uh, Mark Tausch. Well, he's like, listen, I get it. He's a former Packer, but it sounded like that wasn't just Packer bias to me. It sounds like, and he's a very smart football man. Yeah. It sounds like he's completely convinced that Jordan Love is their answer for years to come. How did that make it's, you feel? Because not, you, you had already started the victory oh, dance. Oh, I did. I was and like, Sylvie oh, does it every day. I know. I'm more and, patient. And, like, we still maybe are going to ride this ride a little bit because he's a young player and, you know, there's not a ton of data points. But as bad as it was in October, and Tausch just alluded to that, uh, since week nine, 25 qualified quarterbacks with 100 plays. Jordan Love, quarterback three in oh, EPA plus geez. completion percentage over expectation. And his and, and quarterback three. And, and that's the a, last four weeks. Isn't that a stat that is directly tied to the accuracy of the quarterback? Yes. And that's where he was really deficient. It's their expected like he was points. Missing, 
added and their completion percentage over what is expected. Yes. That would be such a kick in the Quarterback ass. three after Dak Prescott and C.J. Stroud. Are you still clinging to the bias of it can't happen, or are you starting yes. to believe? I'm, I'm, I, I can't happen. It can. Do Bite you believe tongue. it will? I didn't see him not play yet, against not Detroit. Yet, not yet. Not yet. I won't. There were some bad moments against Pittsburgh three weeks ago, but he did throw a couple of touchdown passes, led them into territory so that they could win, but then ultimately threw a pick in the end zone. Yeah, that's right. He was good last week. I'll give it. He was good in the Rams game. I feel. What was it? The Rams yeah, it was game. Or the, Rams. Tra- the Rams game. He was good. Uh, right? Rams Chargers. Chargers they've won three out of four. They've won I three of their last four. They beat the Chargers and the Rams over yeah. that stretch. I think the Rams game. He was good. He was good last week. Let's go to Jeff and Morris on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Friday. You hey, too. Jeff. Yeah, uh, yeah. I called a couple weeks ago. I talked to Tom and uh, Sylvie about the Bears. Sylvie put a thing on Twitter about Jeff Buff and Morris saying the Bears are going to run the table, and i seen all the comments, all the looking foolish, you know, but, hey, I'm one and all my uh, – Predict, uh, prediction and um, and I, I truly believe that that Minnesota game was going to be the toughest team they faced because they should have beat the Lions. Okay, I know they didn't, but they should have. The the Browns don't have Nick Chubb. They don't have Deshaun Watson. Okay, uh, Dude, they, but the, the and Miles Garrett's got one arm right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they got a good defense, but like you said, every game is winnable. And um, that guy would just call and, oh, you know, that that's Packer bias if I have never heard it. Jordan Love sucks. All right, I'm sorry. He, you know, he. you're talking about the Rams. The Rams had, uh, who was the quarterback they had? The guy couldn't throw the ball, it was, you know, um, 10 yards. It was, uh, yeah, Stafford didn't play that game. I well, think. I, 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 would, I would also, I'd counter that, Jeff, with if Josh Dobbs isn't the quarterback for the yeah, Vikings last true. week, this week. I mean, you know, they played a ferocious defense, though. That, that defense was by, by, by far, like, for some reason. Yeah, I get it. Um, that I get defense, it. We didn't score a touchdown, though. Yeah, they didn't, score, didn't a score a touchdown. Yeah, but, you know, like you said, you know, who, who knows what that was, you know, part of it, Justin, I think it was more the game script, but that's just me. But, um, like you said, if you go back to Justin's rookie year, I've said this before, no help, atrocious coaching staff. Okay, then you go to year two. Well, tell me what weapons he had. What weapons did he have last year? None, really, especially after Mooney okay, got okay. hurt. Yeah, and, and, okay, so you can almost, and, and like you said, and they traded away most of that defense. So you can almost scrap that last year, guys. So let's go to this year. Let's just be real. You start let's the year, real. okay, the defense was lousy. Am I right or am I wrong? Yes, first couple, yeah. Okay. Got okay. better. Okay, they were they were lousy. The offensive line was pretty lousy too, right? I think everyone attached to the offense that was lousy week one, week two, week three, week four. They were much better for three quarters. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, and you go to where, like I said, the game. If you watch Justin, he the game is starting to slow down. It is. He, I don't know. Is moving, it? I think yes. Yeah, look at the way he moves in the pocket. He avoids the rush. I mean, his, the stacks have gone down. Um, he, he's making. He makes throws that Justin uh, or not Jordan Love, you know, only dreams of making. Guys, okay, yeah, and, and, and you know, it's the truth. I love it, I, it's the truth. And, and then, like you said, you, that one that he talked about that one play, uh, the RPO. You know what? Most quarterbacks can't do that. That's why they don't. You know, you have the few that can, like Lamar, Justin, maybe a few uh, Jalen Hurts. And then, um, you know, that's why it can work with the Bears. And the lastly, you guys said earlier about um, all the weapons, you know, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, this ain't college. You know, you don't have 
Garrett Wilson yeah. and Olave. Well, look, okay, well, look at all the teams that are like top dogs, like all the time. Name me a, name me a team right now, and, and I'll tell you what they got. Kansas City. Any of the top teams. Kansas City. Kansas City. They have a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, a, a Hall of Fame um, coach. They have a Hall of Fame owner. And they have a Hall of Fame tight end. And guess what? You watch the games Mahomes played without Kelsey. He didn't look like Superman. Yeah, you need a. So, I mean, like, but the Bears have that now. They've got their stud in DJ Moore. DJ Moore's a stud. I mean, yeah, okay, but they don't have a coach and they don't have a okay. Hall of Fame general manager. All right, well, that's fair, Jeff. Thanks. Uh, Jeff I love is, how he's Jeff, mad at Tausch for being a homer, but yeah, Jeff's not being a homer. You're right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I love it. Just it. Says, Jeff, I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Jeff's the one that called, and he referenced that. He, uh, Jeff called us before. I believe it was the Lions game and said the Bears were going to run the table. Mm, he, he should be 2-0. Yeah, he should. Would have, could have, should have, but yeah. he should be 2-0. And he's got a chance to, you know, this thing could extend. This Bears team has found themselves in a good spot with regard to some of the opponents they've faced. Uh, we got more Bears calls. Sit tight. We're going to grab you coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. We'll play Like It, Love It in a few. We're live in the old National Bank State Street studio. Carmen in for Sylvie. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Sylvie's off in Mexico. Yurko's in Florida. uh, He's out in Mexico, but he's, he's posting things. Well, he's uh, passionate about the holiday parody. He is. Next Friday's the deadline, everybody. Is it? Yeah, week from today's the deadline. It's your show. You should know that. Remember in the meeting I told you to promote that today, Tom? Yeah, Tom. Not really. The deadline. He's like, no, I don't remember that. that. The deadline is next Friday, week from today. Sipping on coffee. Sipping on coffee with a little... uh, Tell them we're doing there. Yeah, we got the big whiskey. uh, We got the big whiskey. You next Wednesday, the the combo, Carmen and Waddle, whiskey. You they call us the Booze Brothers. The Booze Brothers. Jeez, sweet lord, it's not very flattering. It's not. The Booze Brothers will be out at the Elm and Lagrange. Great place. Dan Spain and the crew are fantastic. Food's great. And if you've been to whiskey, you know a whiskey. You you know how these go. Uh, If you've never been, how does it go? They're a lot of fun, and we get big crowds. We're expecting, no joke, because you're coming, we're expecting, like, there's, this is going to be at capacity. So get there early. There will be food. We're going to taste three different whiskeys. And because Waddle's coming, we're going to do a first, our first ever scotch at a whiskey. We mostly focus on American whiskey, on bourbon and rye. I, we, I can do that, too. Like, oh, after, yeah, the, oh. after the showing that we had up at Benny's. Yeah, you guys had a very good showing. Yeah, we did. We're drinking Noble Oak Wyoming whiskey, which are both bourbons. Uh, this is all part of the Edrington portfolio. And then we're going to drink a Highland Park single malt scotch in honor of you. Yes. And that's good stuff. You're going to like that. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. fun. Next Wednesday, the, uh, the Elm in LaGrange for a special whiskey. We'll play Like It, Love It in a few minutes here. Or we'll do Like It, Love It. Mark's in Buffalo Grove. Hey, Mark. Evening, gentlemen, or afternoon. Um, I, I need to be talked off a ledge. Why? What's uh, going on, man? I, I, I don't understand the Bear fans who insist on thinking that Justin Fields has a future with us or as a starting quarterback with any other team. I, I just don't, I don't see it. He's averaging 172 yards per game. He's got, what, 38 uh, touchdowns to 40. I'm sorry, 38 turnovers is 47 touchdowns. With 24 fumbles, he lost that that were recovered. I'm sorry that that he had that it could have been right. uh, yeah. uh, lost. 
He's he's only got sixty percent completions. Where 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 what are we seeing? He got sacked one hundred and twenty times, fifty five times last year. Where are we seeing the potential of him being a starting quarterback in this league? I, I don't understand. Yeah, he had the longest time to throw in the NFL last year. Did he? Uh, Justin. Yes, Justin Fields was number or one. Took the longest amount of time, which he buys time because he's so athletic. He held the ball longer yeah, than yeah, any other quarterback right. in the league. Mark, thanks for calling. There seems to be a little discrepancy on where we're getting some of the turnover numbers, too. Waddle and I were. T- I'm going off the pro football f- uh, reference numbers. They, I couldn't find those they there. They have I, him for 27 INTs and 13 lost fumbles, which would be 40 I total have, turnovers. I think I have two fewer lost I wonder fumbles. Where that, I, I wonder the discrepancy on that. Um, I don't know, Tommy. I I I go well when I googled it, it sent me to StatMuse. It sent you to StatMuse. Okay, so that's where you're getting yours. Yeah. I'm so using... StatMuse shows fumbles, total fumbles and lost fumbles. Right. Not just so they you know, they have him losing eleven. Uh, uh, let me let me see what I had. Pro Football Reference Whatever has him losing you. thirteen. I'm looking do, at it right I, now. I don't have 13. I had 11, you had 11. in my numbers, so I believe. It's a, a weird discrepancy. I'm not sure. Um, StatMuse I use quite often, too, so I don't know. Yeah. So if you go but it's to... either 38 or 40. What, what, right. It's more than one a game. Right. It's too many turnovers. Well, and as somebody said to us the other day, and again, I know some of them are, are on sacks, strip sacks, but if for a, 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 you know, a dual-threat quarterback, if your running back fumbled once a game, you, you wouldn't play him, right? So I mean, you do have, to, and that was been the that's been the funny thing to me over the course of time is that there are a lot of people that just want to dismiss fumbles. No, they want to talk about interceptions. Yeah, I can't. But but you can't dismiss a fumble, and and if you're if you truly think about it in detail, the fumble is more destructive than the interception in most instances because the fumble's usually at the line of scrimmage, right? Yeah, the, versus interceptions the interceptions down the field. Down the field. So yeah. when you're factoring the turnover and the the you know the the point of where the yeah. turnover takes place. Your yes. field position is affected negatively by the fumble much more than it is the interception. Fumbles are killers. You're yes. right. Drews and Vernon Hills. They all count. Going? Yeah, they all count. What's going on, Drew? Yeah. So a couple things. First of all, I don't know how we got thrust into this Jordan Love conversation. Like I, that doesn't feel super relevant. But um, Lewis Riddick, who was very vocal about wanting the job for Bears GM, didn't get a sniff. So like, not super surprising. <laughs> That he's like, you know, the comment that he made, by the way, seemed a lot more about the organization than it did about a player. So anyway, like, look, you watch, you use your eyes and you see Jordan Love go for a long throw and whatever this new Tesla truck is that's out on the market. I saw it. Could fit between, yeah, it could fit between him and the ball, the the receiver and the ball most of the time. And even this last game for, for, um, against Detroit, there was a lot of guys coming back to the ball on long throws, but it looked good. But I just don't see why it, it's super relevant. Now, well, but this is what point, we do, Drew. This is what we do. I mean, we talk about stuff that, like in most instances, a lot of the stuff we talk about isn't really super relevant. But that's our that's what we do. It's fun though. But no, okay. So I, by also, the way, let me interject this real quick, Drew. Let me interject this real yeah. quick. Um, Go for it. Having played against Lewis. Worked with Lewis. Lewis played in the league. Lewis was a front office member in the league. Lewis has covered the league forever. I don't agree 100% with what Lewis says either. All I can tell you is, is his opinion, whether you like it or not, is one that is based on a lot of work. And it's and, and I would just say I would think his opinion is just as relevant as anyone who just may have a blog somewhere as well. That's all I'm saying. And I don't think Lewis 
has an angle because he didn't get the Bears GM job. I don't think that's how Lewis runs. No, that's not what I'm insinuating. What I'm trying to say is, like, look, if you're in any field, I don't care what it is, and you're putting out in public that you're interested in a gig and you don't really even get an interview for it, you might have a little bit of, like, uh, something on your shoulder. <laughs> but I also, like, with that said, I don't believe what what he was saying was really even mostly about Justin Fields. Like, if you break down his his entire commentary, it was mostly about the Bears suck as an organization. Ah, uh, yes. And the Packers yeah. have put yeah. Jordan Love in a much better position. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. with that said, I utilized some interest, some uh, some technology called ChatGPT um, to <laughs> take works. me through the, the top five picks um, at, or, or quarterbacks who were selected in the top five over the last 10 years. And we've got just some really great names here. Um, so in 13, the highest pick was 16th overall, E.J. Manuel. Uh, 14, we had Blake Bortles at three. Johnny Mandela at 22 was not in the top five. Uh, 15, we had Jameis Winston, number one. Marcus Mariota, number two. What a great year. What a year. Huh? Um, yeah, 16, we had Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. Um, 17, none. 18, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen at seven. So I guess some really smart people made some mistakes there. Um, oh, 19, Kyler Murray. He's pretty good. Uh, number six overall, Daniel Jones. 20, are you, Joe uh, Burrow. Are you suggesting, I, Drew, if I could, uh, if I I think I know where you're going, that what, that it's you don't want to draft a quarterback in the top five? or? Well, what I'm saying is all these very smart people, and look, I work in the morning, so I can't call into Cap, and he's the one who keeps saying, like, Oh my goodness, uh, if your guys, if all seven or ten of them say this is the guy, then you got to take him, you know. And I didn't even get to it, but the best year is 2021. Trevor Lawrence, number one, he looks pretty good, but Zach Wilson, number two, That's Trey terrible. Lance. Yeah, we know. Yeah, I know. But, but what I would yeah, tell no, you, Drew, but like to, I, and again, like everyone wants to also say, well, look at the Carolina Panthers and Bryce Young. And I would say, well, look at the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud. Be the Texans. True Don't things. be the Panthers. Yeah, like, that's, I, I mean, that's, that's that, what that, you like, just said. Yeah. What you just said. Right, right. Be the Panthers. Don't be the Panthers. Be the Texans. Be the Jags. Well, you had the first overall pick. Be the Jags. Don't be the Jets. I'm not encouraging you to Some, be a Jag no. because that could also be misinterpreted. But I, like, I get it. This is an inexact science. Yes. And, and listen, Carr, if at the end of the day they do all of their due diligence and they decide not to draft a quarterback... Then, that, then you shouldn't. Like, it, well, you yeah, may, I wouldn't draft when I didn't really believe it. You're right, right about that. Right. And Look, if they, for whatever reason another guy turns out to be, you're not going to be employed for very long. So I'm not telling you to do something based on what you think will give you the best job security. Do what you have put the work in on. Yes. If you believe the existing guy is the right guy going forward and using the rest of those picks to bolster your situation, then do it. Do it. Uh, yeah. And, Drew, thanks for the phone call. There's an element of randomness and luck to all this. Of course there is. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of these teams pick first over and over. And over. Uh, yeah. There, uh, there's, it's hard to explain why some guys fire and some guys bust out. And it sure sounds like Houston wanted Bryce Young more than C.J. Stroud. And maybe they got a little lucky at the end of the day. Maybe they got a lot lucky Don't at the know. end of the day. I mean, it, it, it's hard. It's hard. It's but hard by, to imagine by, by, that the Bears have gone all these years without getting a little lucky. Maybe they're due. I don't know. It's it's on it the is other a side of the thing. of the other side of the Panther argument. What I've heard is, is that the Panthers' coaches in front office wanted C.J. Stroud. That's that's out there. 
So, I mean, it's hard to know. Hey, UIC Flames. Way to go, Flames. Go, Flames. What do we got? Baseball players. I can't be. Not baseball. What is it? Basket. Oh, baseball. baseball. I said I called it. I said UIC baseball. There we go. Stay warm, guys. No offense, guys. They're too short for basketball. Come on. That's true. They're baseball players. Looking good, boys. Do they have a hockey team? They used to. Not anymore. They used to have a great hockey team back in the day. What did they do? They got rid of it? I believe so. A grabber used to call UIC Flames games. I think really? Wilsey did. I think Dave Wills did. Really? Back in the day, he used to call UIC. When I was a kid, the Flames had, uh, they had, a, and I, they had a good little hockey program. And then I used to play with a guy. We played men's league for a while with a guy named Jeff Nelson, who was fabulous. Older than me, much older. Was a great player at UIC. He was a fabulous hockey player. I mean, just I'm going to start skating around the new you, year. You better. I am. You better get ready, yeah. my man. We're coming for you. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, where do you want to go, Tommy? Well, you we got to do like it, love it right, next, we but we it. don't have time now, so take a call, and when we come back, we'll All do right, it. we'll do that. I'll take a call now, and then we'll come back, we'll do like it, love it. Oh, Marcus, he, Marcus wants to yell about just uh, about Jordan Love. We'll, we'll wait on that. Let's go to <laughs> Earl in High Park. Where's High Park? Hyde Park or High Park? Hyde Park. Hyde Park. University of Chicago. Hyde Park. You don't okay, know where Hyde Park is? It it's, it's you, you guys got to come out of the Earl, Earl. It says Earl. That's on me, Earl. Keep quiet. It says yeah. Hyde Park on our screen. That's why I was asking. I figured it was Hyde oh, Park. Oh, it's Hyde Park. Oh, my no, God. No, I, I, I wanted to call because I, I listened to Lewis Riddick's comments. And to me, he wasn't saying that Jordan Love was a better quarterback. Than Justin Fields, he's saying that he's in a better system yes. than court, than, than, and he's had a better experience yes. than Justin Fields. And what I what I want you guys to do, so I have a, I have a nephew who plays for Mount Carmel, mm. and Mount Carmel, as you know, won many state titles. They just won. When right? they go to get when they go to get players, they look for certain types of players to fit their system. What I want you guys to do is, is when you talk to Eberflus, and I want you to get Getsy on. I want you to ask him. Well, ask them, what's your system, and what do you want your quarterback to do within your system, right? Because some teams I look at, like the Miami Dolphins, they wanted speed. So what did they do? They went out and got speed. What is it that we want offensively that will make – that will contribute to Justin Fields becoming a better quarterback or whoever you bring in as a quarterback. Because I don't care who you bring in. If you're just bringing a man and say, hey, we just want you to throw the ball. We don't have a system. right? We just want you. You're never. And, and, and this is systemic with the, with the Bears. I mean, you tell me you've had numerous quarterbacks where some teams have only had a few. We've never had a good quarterback. I know. Yes. So and uh, so you're, you're so right. It's, it's, so it's systemic. So my thing is, get Getsy on, get Eberflus on, and say, what's your system and what type of player? Yeah, you want to compare Komet or, or to, to Kelsey? You can't. Of because the Chiefs have a system that they where they use their tight end. Oh, wait, but that's not the system. Travis no. Kelsey's just a t- ten player. times the player yeah. that Ernest Comet is. No, 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 is no. But, I, but I'm saying, I'm saying, they're, they're, part of their philosophy is to incorporate Come on. What are we talking about, Earl? In court, you think you want to incorporate the best tight end ever? You think? Do you know where they, th- where they well, threw what a, the ball? What a way to go out on a limb. Do you know where they threw the ball when Tyreek Hill was in the offensive huddle? They threw the ball to him. I mean, come on. Like, they also throw it to, to, to Kelsey for sure. You, you, be- Look, if you wanted, if you want to just project or think what what the Luke Getzey system is, go back to the Green Bay Packers 
What are they running now? It didn't matter that it was Jordan Love now and it was Aaron Rodgers then. I'm not telling you it's right, wrong, or indifferent. He comes from that system. That's the system that they've kept in place regardless of who the quarterback is. So if you just and if you just want the answer to the question, what system are they trying to run or they prefer to run, my guess would be that one that you see up north. That's probably your answer. That's where you learned. Like and love it next? Yes, All right, we'll come do on. That. We'll do that coming up. Stop next. it! Commuting in Chicago. <sighs> if you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. Just a little taste of it. Brought to Who's you by winning? Tito's, right? Tito's handmade vodka. Yeah. Who's winning this thing? I don't know. That's a question. Do you have any of the updates, uh, Justin? Question for the I other do not side have the current time. scoreboard. Okay. I'll just tell you I'm winning. Oh, nice, yeah. Tommy. We do a little something we call like it, love it, and just a taste of it. So you give us your like, you give us your love, and you give us something that you think uh, he's kind of... I miss the steer clear of it. Steer clear that's of just yeah. me. I love that. I know, but there was like, we're telling you what not to play. Uh, well, it was well, kind of weird. Might, but it might help if someone thought, oh, I really like this game, and then they heard you guys say, stay away from that. Maybe you change the outcome. Okay, if somebody is taking our advice, you got some issues. All we right. are not professionals. Hence... We will defer to you. No, to I'm not a professional either. I have fun with it. But um, what do you like? Not necessarily love, but what do you like? Okay, I like. Boy, that's tough when you phrase it that way. I gave out my best plays on odds couple. Well, you got to uh, save one of them. Nineteen for your love. nine and one against the spread so far this year on the best plays. That's um, that's quite incredible. Good. Quite good. Quite good. Um, all right, like I'll give you a like. I like. I'm trying to think of which one I wanted to give these as a like. I like the uh, the. I'm going to give my SMU play as my oh, really? life. Yeah, SMU plus I made a, a lot of money. A made a lot of money on SMU. Well, rightfully so. Uh, look, I know minus they, three and a half. Uh, no, uh, they're they're getting points. Oh, they're getting SMU's three and the dog. SMU's okay, the, because they lost their quarterback. Okay. Now Did you might they? say, well, yeah, Preston Stone's out. He broke his leg. Yeah. <laughs> look at Waddle. I still like him. I do. I still. <laughs> Waddle can't believe it. I didn't know their quarterback broke his leg. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're without their starting quarterback. Here's the thing. Tulane's got some cluster injuries at wide receiver. Their best wide receiver's not going to play. He's got his own injury. Um, Hello there. Well, this is why the number was 47 and a half. I I think, look, uh, SMU has, yeah, SMU's yards margin is twice as good as Tulane's this season. Right. They average more points per game. Uh, I like SMU getting the points, especially north of the field goal. A lot of the three and a halves are disappearing in the market because money has come in on SMU. So you're probably looking at the Mustangs as about a three point dog now. I have it at three and a half. That's what I gave out on last couple. So I like that. But you have I, a, are you changing your Well no, I'm gonna stick with it. My okay. like was over forty seven in the uh the AAC championship. Okay. I think it's up to 47 and a half now, so I'll go over 47 and a half. SMU does score 41 points per game. Yeah. Tulane averages 28 points per game. But I was not aware that SMU's quarterback, it would be wise of me to look into this. This is why I suck at gambling, <laughs> that their quarterback broke his freaking leg. Yeah. And out. Tulane's without their best receiver. This <laughs> is why 
I am not a co-host of The Odds Couple. Yeah, two lanes without uh, its best receiver. Yeah. Screw it. I'm staying over 47 and a half. Over 47, Tommy. Think wrong. Think wrong. Over 47 and a half. That game kicks off here shortly, too, doesn't it? That game's tomorrow. Oh, it's that tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. All right. right. The Liberty game kicks off. Yes. All right. What do the two knuckleheads have? All right. For Sylvie, his like this week is the Rams minus four against the Browns. They play at 325 on Sunday. Mm. That's a good, that's going to be a good he's, one. He's it's buying into the, the, the Matthew Stafford is back hype. Yes. I see. Yeah. Right. He, he hates Matthew Stafford. He's not playing. He has no idea who's quarterback. He's all aboard the Puka Nakua right There you go. Yeah. Be careful with that. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, what, all right. What about uh, Meller? Did Meller give you his? Yeah, I would be playing the role of Jeffrey Edward yeah. Meller. Uh, he likes the 49ers, minus three. Wow, okay. He At loves Philly. the Atlanta Falcons. We're not there yet. We're not oh, there yet. Okay. Just like, well, we're we're your... up against it. So. Okay, quickly, Carm, your love. Uh, my love, I'm gonna. we're going to go that 49er Eagle game. I also like the 49ers. Uh, I like over total, over 47 and a half. Okay, over uh, I like over. You think about that that, that, Eagle, that Eagle secondary. I mean, Josh Allen picked them apart. He threw a bad pick again, but he picked them apart. They had 500 yards of offense. Mahomes' numbers would have looked a lot better if his receivers can hold yeah. on to the football. Teams can move the ball on the Eagles, and Brock Purdy and that offense since the bye, they're humming. I think they have a lot to prove going back there after what happened in the NFC title game. I think both teams will move the ball. There's a the bunch of injuries on the D-line for the Eagles. I like over 48. Yeah, at some over point, 47 too, and a half. the Eagles, like, they're going to lose a game. They should have lost, yeah, lost last two. Uh, yeah. Not to take anything away from them, but they really should have. Yeah. So. I love the Lions. They're giving four and a half to the Saints in New Orleans. But look, they played like poop back-to-back games. Uh, they've had a little bit of a mini-buy, right, after yep. the Thanksgiving game. Yep, yep, yep. And they're indoors where they do their best work. So I love the Lions to bounce back, giving the Saints four and a half points. It looks like Sylvie's in the same boat because he also loves the Lions. Minus Damn, four. I'm, he I'm he screwed, has four, screwed. but four, four and a half screwed. over the Saints. It's four and, and a half. Yeah, and for Aki, I didn't say this before, his like was Kansas minus three and his love is 49ers minus three. All right, okay. we're all on the Niners. What about Meller? Meller loves the Atlanta Falcons mm. minus two. All right, Falcons minus two. Okay, hard to ever love the Falcons, but yeah. okay. They're playing the Jets. That's true. They are playing the Jets. Now how about your just a taste? If I were going to give you just a taste, I'd probably say take a little taste, especially if you can get it over a th- over three. If you can get the Broncos plus three and a half, I would say take a little taste. I uh, love CJ. I love what he's doing. He has yet to cover as a favorite. Uh, and the Broncos oh, seven as a favorite, right? Yeah, and the Broncos. Seem, I don't know if it's that. Is it? Have they I been favored that many I thought games? I saw it over maybe zero and six, something like yeah. that. It's over um, something. I, he's yet to cover as a favorite. Uh, it's not surprising. As much fun as he's been, and they're a great story. But the Broncos' defense has really figured some things out here. And Sean Payton. Uh, I don't know. They, they've they, they've righted that ship, and I'm not still totally on board with all that they're doing offensively. But more than anything, they've righted that ship defensively. So. I would say take a little taste if you could find it over three. Uh, my taste is over two and a half points in the first half for Iowa. I told you earlier oh, that's what I was going to go with. You're doing it. I'm tempting myself. I love it. All right. How about Tyler's taste? He's taken over a half point in the second half of the Iowa game. Oh, boy. He's so <laughs> that is Aki's taste. And oh, Sylvie's God. taste is also the Falcons minus two. Like Miller. Watch, watch him get shut out. There watch, you go. Watch Iowa get shut out. All right, I get love it. it. Just a taste. Brought to you by Tito's Handmade just Vodka. Just for a minute. Just a taste. Just to see how it feels. Oh, just, just a taste. taste. Yeah. Got it. Got it. More of your uh, Bears calls. <laughs> We got Z Pack Z List. Oh, yeah, the Z List. talk with Black and Abdallah in an hour. The boys are on six to eight, and then we take you to the Pac 12 championship game, which should be great from Vegas. I'm in for Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie. We'll be right back.